Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is E5 Bayo, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. First off, uh, 
I want to say to everyone, grab a seat, cup a squat, get a chair, get a pillow, a blanket. Shit, sit right here on the stoop. Grab you something to drink. Some tea, some water, some juice. Shit, it's 3 o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. <clears throat> I understand this healing process. I just, I, I want to talk a little bit. You know, there's no particular topic. But I do want to talk, and maybe in the stories or the conversation, someone will see it and do better or say, damn, I'm feeling that too. Like, I'm not the only one. We get on this healing and we think everything's supposed to be peaches and cream, rainbows and butterflies. Oh, we have to, you know, you can't let no one make you angry. You can't. Um, We're still human. We're still human. And sometimes we just want to tell somebody, fuck off or fuck you and keep moving. I don't want to carry it. I don't want to say that I'm so heavily bound. I'm no earthly good. No, but we have a right to our feelings. We have a right to voice how we feel. But we get on this spiritual thing and we can't, we can't say how we feel. We can't, you know, oh, you have to forgive. Forgiveness is godly. That's in the Bible. That's what Jesus, they ain't got shit to do with me. Oh, but you have to forgive. I forgive so I can move on. I'm not going to hold it. But when I see you, I'm, I'm supposed to hug you and be like, oh, my God, if I see you somewhere or if I see yo, you, you know, somewhere, I don't give a fuck with you on TV, wherever. I'm supposed to sit there and be like, oh, my God. No, no, fuck you and I'm out. Okay. Mm-mm. No, no, I, the devil is a lie. <laughs> no. So nowadays we have to dim our light because it shows us as the bigger person. I know you're lying. I'm still a big person. So I'm ignore how I feel. No, I don't rock with you. I don't like you. And I'm going to move on. That's it. I'm not going to stop what I'm doing. So me being honest is going to stop me from being a good person. No, listen. Like I said, maybe the stories. <laughs> I remember going into church and a friend of mine was like, um, you know, you should forgive your ex-husband. I said, why? She was like, no, because, you know, you're going in the house of the Lord. Then I need to be truthful. God, take him. What, what the hell? Like, I'm going to lie? No, God, you already know my heart. You know I don't like this person, so why am I going to lie? You walk in and you lie. I'm, I'm not. God knows, didn't they say God knows you like every grain of sand on the beach or every hair upon your head? So while I'm walking in the church and I'm alive, I don't like this person. So that's it. I'm not wishing them well or, or wishing them bad. I don't fuck with them. Simple. That's simple. You know, I'm grateful that my mother never forced us to play with kids that we didn't like. Or be around adults that we didn't like. My mother wasn't that type of mother. Where, you know, if you see an aunt or uncle, you'd be like, well, you have to go. Respect and liking someone is two different things. I respected my aunt Pat. That's my mother's sister. I respected her. I didn't like her. God bless the dead. I didn't. 
And she was living when I went to my aunt's house. That was the first time. And my cousin was like, damn, you know, my mom's been living here for like 30, 40 years. Okay. I didn't like her. I didn't wish her bad. If I saw her, I was cordial. How you doing, Aunt Pat? And that's it. I, I'm respectful. I'm cordial. But I'm not going to sit at a table and be like, oh, wow, this is my favorite aunt. No. What am I lie for? No. Why? So my mother instilled that in us. Why are you sitting around someone that you don't rock with or they don't rock with you? I'd rather for you to be honest. Real talk. I'd rather for you to be honest. Because now I know what I'm fucking with. Now I know, you know, what kind of vibe I'm on. Now I know, you. okay, you don't rock with that. All right. I'd rather for you to tell me the truth than lie. So we was walking, when we walked in the church, she was like, you're not going to ask for forgiveness? No. I'm waiting for God to take them. Like, what's the issue? And she was so taken back. Like, I curse God. But yet and still, you going in there and you're saying, God, forgive me. You know, um, I, I want to forgive this person. Knowing in your heart, you can't stand them. So here it is. She didn't get along with her sister. You sitting here. And, but then when you see your sister, oh, I hate this bitch. So you went into the house of the Lord. And then when you call people and they bullshit, then the first thing they say, God is working on me. No, you sitting in the house of the Lord and you lying. Stop it. Stop. Stop. Why? Why? <laughs> people would ask me, you know, um, you, you, you shouldn't be so outspoken. I'm sharing my story. What, what is so outspoken? Well, you know, because not everybody's ready to hear the truth. Then close your ears. Don't listen to me. Go go listen to another podcast. It's okay. I, I'm not going to lose sleep at night. <laughs> I'm not. Real talk. Oh, you're too arrogant. You need to be taken down a peg. Because I'm speaking the truth, but I'm sitting here watching you lie. Oh, I, I don't think I vibe with you, but you're following me. I don't think I vibe with you, but you listen to my podcast. I don't like her, but you're watching my page. So which one is it? Are you a fan? Are you, or, or what? You don't like me or are you a fan? Which one are you? So you have these people thinking that, um, you know, you're supposed to put your feelings aside and just accept anything. Why? The same way, I remember when a book had came out. This book came out. It's about drumming, right? But the Anya, right? And I ordered it. I ordered that book. And I had so many people say, oh, my God, don't order that book. You know, that, that guy is horrible and all of that. But I, he shouted out in the book, my godfather. So I was like, yo, I, you know, I'm going to get it. I'm going to support for my godfather. But I understand. And in real talk, I understand. It is things and places and people. I don't care if they wrote Jesus's uh, background bio. I don't fuck with them. I'm fuck with them. I'm not going to spend my hard-earned money. I'm not going to wish you well. I'm going to keep on going. You don't exist in my world. That's it. I don't know you personally. I never sat down and broke bread with you. And even if I did, if I ride is over, then it's over. Go, go, go have the life that you deserve. But what I'm not going to do is have a short memory and I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm so heavily bound and I'm no earthly good. 
That I'm not going to do. When they say walk in your truth, they mean your entirety, your whole truth. If you don't like somebody, okay. Now, no, you don't have to post it and, you know, get everybody and have this fucking hate group and the amen choir. No. But if someone invites you or someone asks you, hey, can you do? Nah, I don't rock with them. Oh, okay. And that's it. Now, you're going to have some people that's going to say, oh, well, why don't you rock with them? Because I don't. I, I don't need to have an explanation. I, I, I don't owe anyone an explanation. Put it like that. But if you dogged me out or you, you know, cursed me out or you dragged me, nah. I always tell people, you choose the side. I, I respect people that's neutral. Like, listen, I ain't got nothing to do with it. But if I see you, oh, yeah, because such and such. Come on, Ma. Come on, Papa. I know. We're grown. We're adults. This is social media. It's a free app. Like, for real, people tend to take this shit serious. Like, their life depends on this. You know, you know how many times people have, um, oh, I, I'm not into uplifting people or doing good. I'm here just to do me. Okay. Shit, I, I don't care. I'm not a plus one. I'm not riding on nobody's coattail. That's the one thing that I hope everyone realize. I'm not. I don't need a gang of people. I don't need somebody else to make it and for me to come through. No, I'm a tread, go through the mud, do all of that. A, a, a bitch is going to work and make sure. Yeah, I am. I put up memories to let people know. Because, you know, you had all these rumors that's, oh, she wouldn't have been nothing without me. And um, I made her. God made me. My parents fucked and had me. No, babes. Uh-uh. No, sweetie. No, papa. You you didn't. You didn't. You may have had a hand to put me somewhere where I wasn't. Or you may have had a hand into introducing me to something that I didn't know I needed. And once I did the homework, then I'm like, oh, okay, I needed that. But you didn't create me at all. At all. Like, people are amazed when I say that. And I'm like, wow, wow. So I put up the memories because when you go into the comments and all of that, you don't see those people. So the same way I didn't know you then, I don't know you now. It works for me. People have come in and out my life. People have, I've helped people. People have helped me. And that's it. And that ride was over. I put up a post that said, you know, um, change with me. Don't change on me. But some people do because now it's not a friendship. It's a competition. It's, oh, um, you know, I can do this better than you. Listen, real talk. There was, uh, there was a time. And like I said, I'm grateful. I, I, I give people props, you know, that helped me. Um, I'm grateful because going out there speaking and, and talking to people and educating people and having like a, a listening ear and not trying to tell my story while they're telling theirs. No, listening and asking questions and being a good hostess, right? I was taught by people that this is their profession. This is what they do. This is how they make their bread and butter. 
And I'm like, wow, you know, when you don't have that space in between, you entertain, you get people to interact, you know, and I was grateful to have those people show me and teach me the ropes. And, you know, I'm going to be forever grateful for that because I didn't know. I just knew I wanted to do it and I did it. I didn't have to wait for no one or to um, wait for somebody else to get on, then I get on. No, I, I tread the trenches, you know, and when people would, even to this day, that, that shit is always going to be funny to me, where people would screenshot my stuff or share my stuff or, you know, the the best one. Oh, I'm blocked. Oh, but I, I send it to you and you'll be on Messenger and you can see it. If you have to go through all of that to see what I'm doing, then the problem is never with me. So once again, you would rather for me to lie or own my truth or walk in my truth. Which one is it? In a world where fake and phony has surpassed everything or, you know, trying to be a plus one, that's like the number one thing. No, what happened to getting out the mud, busting your ass, doing it? You know, I salute people that do it. Great. You know, thought outside the box. You saw a vision. It wasn't a conference call. Do you? Great. Wow. Do you? My problem is when you are in your lane, you doing you. Why you over here in everybody else's lane? Worry about your lane. Perfect your shit. Why you worrying about what I'm doing? Whether it's right, wrong, or different. I'm not hurting you. I'm not bothering you. I'm not over here taunting you. None of that. Why you worrying about me? Oh, well, I'm a gatekeeper. Sad, because the village or the community you gatekeeping gives zero fucks about you. For real. Seriously. So what are you gatekeeping? What are you gatekeeping? And I, I just think, I always think it's it's funny. So hence why. And like I said, I just want to have like a conversation. Because I see so many people ignoring. Listen, Yale did a study. In one room of 10 people, five in each room. Right? In one room, no one cursed. No one said no curse word, not at all. And those that was in the other room cursed. Every other word was a curse. Matter of fact, every word damn near was a curse. Hopefully, the regular words got in somewhere. So, in the room where people weren't, cur where weren't cursing, there was an envelope for money, it was food. There was jewelry, and all these things had a do not touch. In the room where everyone cursed was the same thing, and it had the same thing, do not touch. Well, in the room where everyone was, you know, holier than now and didn't say a curse word, they were stealing the money, some people ate the food, they took the jewelry, all of that. And then the ones that was cursing, they didn't, they didn't touch it. They were sitting there talking amongst themselves, you know, um, having conversations. Everybody understood what they were saying because they was being their authentic self. They were being who they were. They didn't have to suppress anything. So how when Yale and them did the study, right? And this, I think this was like in 99, 2000, right? So don't quote me on the year that they did it. But when they found out was when you suppress who you are, it comes out in other ways. And it usually comes out in a negative way or a negative fashion. So it was really like mind-blowing when I saw this because, you know, we're always told, oh, my God, you curse too much. Or, you know, and I'm like, but they're being authentic. So then I started 
Sin. I use Russell Simmons as an example. Russell Simmons is this, you know, millionaire, right? Multi-millionaire, however you want to describe him. He comes, he don't wear suits. He wears his clothing line. He wears sweaters, jeans or slacks, sneakers. And he walks in. Bill Gates is another one. You know, the guy that did um, Facebook. They wear regular clothes. And they talk about regular things. Now, yeah, the business aspect of it, of course, they invest their money because rich people always get other people to work for them. They don't work. They throw out the ideas. They throw out the vision. They get other people to implement it. Uh, somebody else to rally the people up, to work on it, and bow to reality. Because they know how to pass the buck. Right? So... But the the thing I followed the most was these people didn't go with the suit and tie, the business attire. They came in their authentic self. Then Jay-Z did an interview, and he said, every room I walk in, I walk in being me, my authentic self. And I'm like, wow. So now I want to research. I want to check this out because... What I've been always told is you have to look a certain way, you know, like the masses. You got to wear your suit and ties or you got to wear a business suit because that's the only way people are going to respect you. And you have to say the proper vernacular. You have to have the proper vernacular to talk because if not, you know, nobody will pay attention to you. And I'm like, Russell Simmons got lifts. Uh, Bill Gates you know, sometimes he had a slight speech impediment, but he worked on it, but it was still 50 Cent, another one. He had a list. So, and they didn't walk in with a suit. Now, 50 Cent wore a suit to the Oscars because, you know, his stylist told him he needs to dress up and one day he needs to wear a suit. But majority of places where he walked in, he walked with him, right? Now, I also know that these people have their own clothing brand. And they're going to represent theirs and let you know you can still be casual, be comfortable, and still be you. Because what Dame Dash said was true. Y'all paid to get in the room. They paid me to come in. We're not the same. And I'm like, wow. So through all of that, then I started thinking, well, I once saw where Jay-Z explained to someone that, he didn't do business with him. Those people he didn't associate. And he kept it moving. He didn't give a full explanation. He just said, I don't associate with those people. And he went on. Bill Gates. You, if he wasn't in his lead, you know, he gave respect. But he wasn't in his lead. Then why he worried about you? Then you had, you know, all the other ones that I'm looking at. And I'm like, wow. You know, so now I need to see. And business-wise, now, yeah, they may have done business with people that in their normal life they would not even break bread with. Okay. But it really is with your morals and principles, you know. And when money comes on the table, a lot of people's characteristics and uh, mind frame change. It changes. They're not who they say they are. You know what I'm saying? It changes. Because now money's on the table. I used to always tell this dude named Terrence, the best things in life are free. You know, sunsets, all of that. Because it is to me, it's free. He said, man, anybody can be brought. And I'm like, you think so? 
And now, that's a question that most people will say, no, I can't be brought, no, 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 but what happens if you need rent or uh, your kids need to eat or, you know, are you going to get out there and get it on your, mo- on your own? But if your landlord is telling you got 24 hours and here it is, your enemy is dangling the carrot and you know their morals and fucking way of doing business is shady, what will you do? Or will you just take that hell and just get kicked out? What will you do when you're faced with all of this? I had, um, I had, I was faced with a dilemma, right? If I signed up for it, I would, my pockets would be running and overflowing. But if I didn't, I'd be broke and it just take longer to do what I got to do. Right? So eventually, y'all know what I choose because it takes longer to do what I got to do. And even though they had this offer on the table, and it was tempting. It was. I'm not going to lie. I'll be sitting here lying to y'all and tell y'all that it wasn't tempting. It wasn't. That I was like, damn, I was adding up. Like, damn, I can travel. I can do some things. Shit, that's 4000 a pop. That's 15 people. Add it up. You know, 4000 And these people had the money. Right? Real talk. 4000 right? <clears throat> Let's add up. 4000 times 15 that's $60,000. I would have walked away with 20000 Real talk, that one day, I would have walked away with $20,000. Tax-free, straight cash, right? And I, I could have used it. Don't get it twisted. I was living in a room. Uh, I didn't have my Santos. I didn't have my Risha then. Um, man, I, I, when I tell you I was robbing Peter to pay Paul, real talk. I was. And it was tempting. I could have helped my kids a little bit. I could have, you know, got me a little a little apartment somewhere in Atlanta. Like, you know, in my head when it was presented to me, I was sitting there spending it in my head. Real talk. I was. But then I had to think. My morals and principles. Would I have been happy? Is this worth it? With the limited knowledge I had and the resources and hurting people. You know, because when you know better, you do better. And I stress that. When you know better, you do better. I'm not a scammer. I know scammers, but I'm not a scammer. And I remember Tony Shango, Cabo Ceiling. He said, always remember this, him and the sister that I had the long conversation with in Harlem on 125th Street. We sat out there in the rain. We talked for about two hours. She said, always remember this, my darling, a bad name travels fast. Tony Shango told me, he said, be careful who you align yourself with. He said, because right now you're still fresh and new. Be careful who you associate your name with. And I said, okay. So, when the shit hit the fan, because I turned it down, right? Did you see? I'm podcasting, doing all this. I turned it down. I did. I turned it down. I said, nah, man, it ain't right. And I said it. I said, nah, it ain't right. Nah, player. Mm -mm. 
Nah. And they're like, yo, I even throw in an extra. Nah, you 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 could throw in a whole 60. And uh, because I remember Ibae, what my godfather once told me. <laughs> All money ain't good money. For real. And are you ready to pay that price? Well, because I turned them down. Oh, they dragged me for the guard. Said I wasn't shit. Oh, I was a phony. The whole nine. And I swallowed that. I did. I swallowed that. I have been dragged in more ways than the Lord allowed on Facebook. I have been in groups. I have been in people's names. I've been in conversations. I've been put in people's pots. Like, I really have. I really have. I was even put to where people had my picture put in next to Rapucia, Eddie Murphy's character. I mean, shit. They called me a man. They said that I wasn't shit. I was a poor bum. Some people said I made them. Do you believe some women said, oh, I'm jealous of them and I wanted they man? Now, if anybody know me, know that I don't fuck with nobody young. I don't. I don't. The first thing I ask you, you know, Joy, you're school. What's that? Oh, too young. Bye. <laughs> but I was jealous of them. And, oh, they dragged me for the guards. Dragged me. Went and did all kinds of things. Even turned my son against me. Hell yeah. Y'all seen it. It ain't no secret. It was out there public. What? Got dragged. Own son dragged me. What? Dragged me for the guards. Had my daughters and him at war. How do you do that? Yeah. I got humiliated. Oh, my God. I had... I was... Just said that, oh, I didn't know nothing. I was dumb. They taught me. Was in people inboxes saying, if this is your godmother, you're stupid. She ain't shit. Oh, my God, man. The things that were said about me. It's hard to believe that these same exact people once told me every day they love me. <laughs> That's the part. I put up a post, a video, and when I heard it, I say, yo, I got to share this because I can't be the only one that think like this. The video, if you're on my page and if you're not on Facebook, I'm going to talk about it right now. Imagine going to a funeral. The person is dead. And then afterwards, after the funeral, you go to the repast. And you're sitting there talking amongst friends and family members, offering your condolences. And the person walks through the door. Making himself a plate and getting him some juice. Now, you just went to this person's funeral. It ain't been a hot 30 minutes. Y'all done said goodbye. They done closed the casket, preparing them to go in the ground. And they done walked in, making them a plate and getting some juice and sitting down and eating. Some of y'all going to have a heart attack. Some of y'all may run out of this. Some of y'all are going to be fucking amazed. Like, what the fuck? All of that shocked in awe. Like, what kind of witchcraft is this? Oh, my goodness. She said, that's how people see you when they counted you out or left you for dead. That shit hit home all the way. I posted it because I felt that in my heart, in my stomach, in my soul. These people left me for dead. Oh, she got a machine in her back. Oh, she dying anyway. Oh, don't worry about it. She don't know shit. She's sick. They left me. They counted me out. They put my name in the ground. Like, bitch, you ain't going to be here. But I am. And I'm still doing it. And you see, I make sure I post every accomplishment. Not to brag. To say I'm here. 
Because when people count you out and bury you or drag you or try to publicly humiliate you, they didn't know you were a flower, a seed that God said right here. I started, I didn't even know I had it, right? I ordered this bathroom set and I was, I was amazed because one day while I was cleaning up my bathroom, uh, I was cleaning up my bathroom and I was sitting there and I'm looking at the mat, but I, the first thing I saw was my birthday, 413. So while I'm cleaning up the mat, I was like, Philippians, 413. I didn't even know. I, I saw the picture. I didn't even read the word. Real talk. I didn't even read the words that was on there. I just saw the daisies, you know, sunflowers, black and yellow, because that's my bathroom, right? I'm sitting there cleaning up. I'm looking at the mat, and I'm like, yo. And it said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13. I said, yo. I'm sitting there like. So I go back on my Amazon page of your, you know, your previous orders. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even look at the words. And I said, blessings to my ancestors. I don't know about y'all, but I, I love, and I always say it, people to be authentic. I'd rather for you to be you. I don't need copying copies of other people. I don't need you riding somebody else's coattails or trying to get in where you fit in. No, those days are over. Those days are over. Motherfuckers ain't trying to fit in no more. They, You know what they're doing? They're building their own lane. They're building their own blocks. They're building their own villages. And I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at them. And they can start off with one person. And before you know it, they got 14,000 or 15,000 people. And you're like, wow, damn. Okay. And they are doing it. And they're not worried about what you may think about them or what kind of, of, of issue you may have. But they're living in their truth. I keep telling everybody and I know some of them be like, oh, this bitch is crazy. But I said the energy, I don't know where the reach is going to govern. I still think Ogun got something to say. He got a voice next year, 2023. He got a voice. Five, six, seven, yeah, he got a voice. He definitely got a voice. Because um, it's 2023, right? So the year is seven. It's a seven year. So it's going to be a lot of emotions. <laughs> Let's just know that. It's going to be a lot of emotions. It's going to be a lot of I'm paving my own way. I'm paving my own path. I am. Um, it's going to be a lot of innovators. There's going to be so many things that's going to be created where you're going to be like, damn, that's kind of cute. He came, she came up with that. Yo, that's on point. It's going to be a lot of innovators. It's going to be a lot of gurus, a lot of spiritualists. Oh, my God. It's going to be more spiritualists than you allow. Right now, we got maybe 10,000. Next year, it's going to be close to a million. Everybody and their mother going to be a spiritualist. So you might as well step aside, curve your lane. Perfect your craft and move on about your life and don't worry about the next one because they didn't make bigger walls. They made longer tables. You can't reach everybody, so stop being selfish. You can't go and get everybody, so stop. 
now it's being born. Like everybody and their mothers spiritually. But guess what? It's 12 months in a year. I'm not worrying about how many people become a spiritualist. I'm worrying about the consistency, the focus, the endurance. I, that's that's what I worry about. I don't worry about how many is it of them. It can be, listen, it can be 50,000 people. Okay. But let's see how they do through the whole year. That's it. Consistency is what folk need. Everybody starts out in the race. Only could be one winner. <laughs> and that is fact. Everybody starts at the finish line. I'm not worried about that. I never do. And when I was a kid, I didn't worry about that. I need to see who's at the end. That's who I'm worrying about. That's that's that one. And guess what? I'm a bet on me. So I don't give a fuck if I got to roll, walk, crawl, swim, sink, jump, whatever. Fly, flip. I'm going to be at that end. Uh, yeah. So it doesn't matter. To me, I, I'm not, when runners run, they don't look left or right when they're training. I don't know if y'all were in track when y'all were young. I did, right, when I was a kid. We not worrying about who's the left or right. We worrying about the finish line. That's it. And if you had a coach like mine, that motherfucker worked you to death. And you had to worry about what was in front of you. The main goal is to win. That's it. I'm not worried about nothing else. We not worried about who on your left or who on your right. Pass these motherfuckers and win. That's it. And if you're passing off the baton, your main goal is to get to your partner to pass this off and keep it running. That's it. Outrun everybody else. That's all. That's that's the whole thing. So, if you paved your lane, they can't jump in your lane. You got your lane. Whatever number you, cause you start out with, guarantee you, you won't end with it. So, when they have these races, usually they got one, two, three, four. Sometimes they can go up to... Seven, eight, nine, it all depends, right? Okay. Now, all these people are there. It might be the number ninth one. That's all the way in the back. Come and surpass everybody. So nine now became one. So why am I worried? Why? Why are you worried? Walk and speak in your truth. Now, knowing number nine, they was laughing, especially the one that's up in the front. Oh, she ain't, she ain't going to win. Oh, she ain't. She, of course, they got to pop shit. They got to make it feel like you ain't going to win. They need to fuck with your mental and make you try to talk you out of your position, talk you out of your lane, and maybe have other people laughing and joking and making fun of you, you know, with the amen choir and all of that. Great. That's why your coach teach you mental discipline. Don't worry about what they saying. Fuck those people. You keep running. Because while they sitting there laughing, cracking jokes, talking, they not motivated. They don't have their head in the game. They're sitting there losing breath. You, you wasting good energy on something negative. Let me talk about that again. You wasting good energy on something negative while I'm sitting here preserving all mine. And now that the race is finally here. Okay. I'm not worried about what you're saying. I'm not worried about what you're doing. I'm walking, living, speaking my truth. That's it. It don't have to be your truth. And guess what? You don't have to root for me. You don't even have to show up at my race. You don't even have to look or pay attention to me. That's the beauty of it. Because those that love, support, believe, they going to show up every time. You don't even need to look back. My pops used to say that about my mom. He used to be like, I don't need to look back. I know she back there. That's how much that they had for each other. I don't need to look back. And that's an agreement that they had. I was watching a show today. 
right? I'm not going to say the name of the show because maybe y'all might want to watch it and y'all, I don't want to have a spoiler alert. But there was these two friends, right? One was very beautiful. One was kind of scruffy, looking bummy, right? Looking bummy. So as the movie progressed, there was someone that said, they don't look at the outside. They look at what's in your heart. So the one that looked as scruffy, messed up, horrible, you know, she didn't have the best of anything. She didn't. She didn't have the best of anything. As the movie progressed, she became more beautiful because now the outside caught up with the inside. Oh, that was mind-blowing. Let me say that again. The outside finally caught up with the inside. And the one that was beautiful, drop dead gorgeous. Oh, my God. Everybody bowed down. They gave her everything. The more as the movie progressed, she became ugly, horrible, horrid, horrid, horrid. Because her insides caught up with her outside. And I'm looking and I'm, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I remember, right, real talk. This is my experience. It's my story and it's my life, Right? In my house, in my spiritual house, I was considered the bum. No, real talk. I was. I was considered the bum. You know, I was homeless. I was. I was sleeping in an abandoned building, an apartment. God bless the dead. It was Gail's. I was sleeping on the floor with a mat. Um, I was I was working in a botanica. I really was. I, I was homeless. I didn't have anything. Um, but I bust my ass. I worked. I did. I worked. Every day I show up and do readings. I would do work. I would, I would, you know, help uh, put candles on the thing. Whatever it is, I, I was going to make some bread um, within reason because I wasn't going against my morals and principles. Um, so I was considered the bum in the ELA. I didn't have name brand bags or nothing. Be honest, I went to the material store and the guy had these white cloth bags. And I, it was $1.50, so I brought maybe like 12 of them. You know, when I got some money and I carried those, um, I, I knew how to read cards. I knew spiritual stuff, right? I did. Um, so people would come to me and I would take them to my godmother and, um, you know, but not with wanting anything. Cause those people never gave me a dime. None of them. I remember when Bam was like, yo, how much do they give you? I said, I don't take nothing. And I, I didn't. I didn't take one dime. I would close my shop when I opened my shop and take people out to the Bronx. I didn't, I didn't want anything. They, and sometimes, even with, with my godbrother, Malcolm, and all of them, I would take them to go get something to eat and let them talk about their experience because I knew they couldn't go home or couldn't go to their friends and talk about the reading or anything. So just to let them get it off their chest, right? So not once. Nobody paid me anything. Um, but yeah, I was the bum. I was. I was the bum. I got embarrassed. They said my dresses, my skirts were dirty. Um, I didn't I didn't have name brand stuff. You know, I, I was. I was this bum. Um, and my god sisters and them would sign up for it. They didn't they but if they had something, I would show up, you know. I, I smell good, I wash my ass, I irons or steam, whatever I had, you know what I'm saying? So I thought I looked good. I didn't have no complaints, you know, but to them, I, it wasn't name brand. I had this lovely lady make me six white skirts long because I like pockets. 
Because, you know, when you go to drummers and things like that, I ain't like leaving my phone. You know, I, okay, I'm not taking a bag, but at least I have my money, my ID, and my phone in my pocket, right? So, okay. Or my phone holder carrying, it would be a case, like a wallet attached to my phone. They told me that wasn't Santo um, uniform. So I had to take it off because I looked like a bum. And I'm like, yo, she made these skirts and she did an amazing fucking job. She's a great seamstress. But I didn't, because it was a name brand. So, okay. And I didn't care. I didn't. I still showed up. I still did. Um, and But to them, I was the bum. But I, it was okay for me. Right? Because I, to me, I didn't care what you called me. That's what I answered to. And none of them said it in my face. It was always in the group messages or whatever. Or I was the needy one. Or, you know, she's never going to have nothing. And I remember Tony Shango Kabosile, his dolls are in the Smithsonian, right? This man only saw me one time, one time. That was it. He only saw me one time. And he came back and he said, I want to give you a gift. And I said, okay, right? So he, his goddaughter was over in Cuba and she brought me back a vulture wing. He said, he said, what? Ocean you have. I said, Ibukule. He said, this is a gift for you. I said, oh my God, thank you. I didn't know the extent of it, but I was, I was grateful just for someone to say, I want to give you something. Right. And he said, people count you out and they say you're the bum. They say you the dirty one. He said, cause Ibukule is like that. And I'm like, what? He said, yeah, she was dirty. He said, but nobody could surpass it. He said, because, and when I read the story, and and I still want to cry, like real talk, I do, right? Um, when I read the story in Willie Ramos Oshun's, the book of Oshun, yo, I felt that fucking story to my heart. Alofi saw her, and she was in the in the wilderness, like in the woods. And she was finding herbs and stuff and making her potions. She had dirt under her nails. She was walking barefooted. You know what I'm saying? Doing what she do. She ain't worried about nobody else. So he thought his daughter was suffering. So he called her up and he told the women, the mothers, to wash her. And they're like, wow, she's dirty. Oh my God. She does uh-uh. And he made her the eyes. She's the eyes of God. When I read that story, tears rolled down my face because you don't understand how being told that you're not shit or that you are a loser and never, even when they was reading my tie, don't think you're better than me because you ain't shit. Like really being verbally abused and all of that. And then having it from your God sisters and them and just having you labeled. But then to have a complete stranger that don't know you. Now his. He got on the phone because I had a John Mason book and I, I wanted the song book. And he said, I know John. And I was like, hey, yeah, we all know him because we read his books and stuff. He said, no, no, no. He called him and he was talking to him and I'm standing there and I'm like, oh my God, John Mason. Like I was there when you was talking about Obeyono and Ori and you say, you know, not everybody needed. Like I was just rambling. I don't even know if the man remembered the conversation. And... When you seen this man, you would not have thought that his stuff was in the Smithsonian. You wouldn't have. Because he's like a regular person. He might curse. He might do all of that. And I was so amazed 
because he said, today, they don't see you. He said, well, the funeral will make sure they see you. Man, when I read those stories, I cried. I cried because you will get that. You will get what people will count you out. You will get where people will try to mold you into them. You will get where people will try to come at your self-esteem or try to make it feel like you're you're dumb or you're not necessary. Or you will get, listen, I tell everybody I love them. I know y'all heard the story. Love means lots of vital energy. Well, I had to go home and get a refill. So you will get all of that. I got that firsthand. Firsthand, I got that. I even got from two people, two separate times. My god brother said, oh, you know, everybody's talking about your wigs. They say they're ugly. And someone else, while talking to somebody, was like, oh, you see her wigs? She look horrible. <laughs> For real. That's serious. And I remember posting it. Saying, well, you know, somebody said my wigs are horrible. I had 1.7 thousand likes. And they said, fuck those people. I had a person, Banu, tell me I couldn't write. And I was writing short stories on my Facebook. Now, I know it wasn't edited, but they were just stories that I see a picture and start creating stories. Ochani Lee, Ibai, Stewart, <laughs> said, I want you to write with me. Like, you're an excellent writer, and the world needs to see that. And I'm like, yo, he established author. He said it publicly on his page. And then, yeah, oh my God. So I had to reevaluate and really think. When I worked at the Botanica, they would call me dogs in Spanish. And I used to tell these ladies, if I didn't have Spanish friends, I would hate Spanish people. Real talk, because of the way they treated me. Call me black, you know, oh, I wasn't shit. I'm not a good reader. If anybody came and get a reading, once they stepped out, they'd be like, she don't know shit. Don't go back there. Like really would dog me out. And my godfather then, Angel, would say, you know why they hate you? I said, why? I said, because I ain't never do nothing to these ladies. He said, because you keep showing up. He said, you keep showing up. He said, and that pisses them off because you show up. And you do the job, you you can sit here and not have no readings. And somebody will walk by and give you something or do something nice for you. And they can't stand that because they've been here for years. And people only respect them out of fear. He said, but people really respect you. There was this guy, because I, I said, well, I'll wear white for a year in hopes that uh, Avatala will see me, Right? I don't know why I did it, but it was something that came to me, so I did it. And Angel didn't stop me. So Angel always say, when you think no one sees you, everybody's looking. Everybody sees you. So these ladies were sitting there. I'm talking about they was cursing me out. They were. I wanted to say something back so bad, but I didn't. I didn't. I just sat there, and they was cursing me out in Spanish and English, just cursing me out. Oh, this black bitch need to leave. Oh, I don't know why she's here. And I'm sitting there. Never said nothing. I was sitting, I picked up one of the books and I was reading it, you know, because I ain't pay attention to them, right? Because what they eat didn't make me shit. This guy, the next maybe three days, walked up to me. He said, I want to tell you, you're an amazing individual. I was like, excuse me, what? I said, okay, what I do? He said, your character. He said, those women, he said, I was standing there. 
He said, those women were talking about you in English and in Spanish. He said, you didn't argue with them. You didn't break a, a brow. Like, you didn't say anything. He said, you kept reading that book. And, you know, when you had a reading, you went in the back, you read, you came back, you sat there. Like, he said, they were bothered, not you. He said, I commend you. He said, you, you are going to be blessed beyond. And I said, okay. I said, thank you. And I hugged him and went on talking to Angel. Angel said, I'm telling you. They are mad because you keep showing up. In this day and time, my darling people, if you don't listen or be anything else, just be you. And if someone that you don't rock with, don't rock with them. That's your choice. That's your piece. If you got 50 million people against you, show up to work tomorrow. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? If 90 people, oh my God, don't do a live. Do a live. Do a live. Research, speak your truth, and move on. That's it. At the end of the day. Because what these people eat don't make you shit. At all. We all have a story to tell. We all have an experience. We all have something that we went through that healed us or maybe even gave us a lesson. Because at rock bottom, you learn the hardest, realest lessons. Real talk. I'm not going to dumb your story down or I'm not going to make you feel like your story don't matter. No, it does. It happened to you. It's your experience. By all means, share it. It may help someone. I don't, I don't shut people up. Just because I don't rock with you don't mean that you shouldn't tell, share your story. I just don't rock with you. I, I'm not one of the ones that need to hear. And no, don't come at me with, oh, but you know, you could be missing the, the message from the messenger. Uh, fuck y'all if you think that way and get off my page and don't listen to my podcast. That's being real because I don't care if you have a message from God. Yeah. And this may, oh, she sound ignorant. Oh, no, no. Forgiveness is between man and God, not between Ephi, Baal and man. No, no. If, if I've never done nothing to you, real talk, if I've never done nothing to you, I showed you the utmost respect. I was nice to you, very generous. And in turn, you followed somebody or you dogged me out because I didn't co-sign what you was doing? Then fuck you. I don't care. No. My hands are clean. I give zero fucks. I'm supposed to say, well, no, I'm going to forgive them. I, I don't give about you. I don't rock with you. So it doesn't bother me. Real talk. I, that's the problem. People get so offended from you being real, for you being yourself. My truth may not be your truth. That's great. I'm walking in mine. I want you to walk in yours. We don't got to walk down the same road. I ain't got to hold your hands and skip to my loop, my darling. Go do you. You don't need me. I don't need you. When people die, there's no bump beds. When you go and stand in front of the creator, God, whatever name you're going to get, ain't going to be no homegirl or homeboy or day ones next to you. It's just going to be your ass. What did you do? And hopefully, I can truly say I used up every gift you gave me. I didn't leave nothing over. And the day I go, I hope every one of my reaches go with me to say we did what we were supposed to do. So we going home with you. I don't want nobody to be left behind. I'm dead serious. Nope. Nope. Because ain't nobody going to love you or treat you like I do. So no. No. Everybody come with me. Nope. We all going. We came together. We leaving together. That That's my motto. And I will hope that they would do that. I don't, I don't need to leave nothing behind. I, I want to stand in front of the creator and say, I used every gift that you gave me and then some.
My cup is finally empty. So let's go. I'm going to join the Council of Elders. That's it. That's all. I don't want for them to be like, oh, well, we staying. No, don't stay. We all came together. <laughs> we leaving together. <laughs> Come on. Everybody, we all going home. Let's go. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because I, I know they're not going to treat them the way I treat them. So no. No. Everybody, let's go together. We all going home. Let's go back to whence we came from. Let's go and do that. At the end of the day. But I, I want you all to know that it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to, it, shit, it's okay to be, listen, I don't want to fuck with nobody today. That's cool. I'm not feeling like a me day. That's cool. You don't need to advertise it. Just do you. I don't like that person. Well, why? I don't want an explanation. I don't like them. I don't fuck with them. That's it. Okay. What I'm not going to do is force you to be around somebody you don't fuck with. I'm not going to do that. My mother didn't do that to me, so I'm damn sure not going to do it to nobody else. Why? Why make me go? Why make you go through some trauma or some uncomfortable feeling just because we friends? No. If you don't rock with them, guess what, babes? I'm not going to have you around. No, boo-boo. I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to ask you why. You got your reasons. So I'm going to respect that. And I'm not going to hold that against you. Now, the only thing that I say is, and I stand on that, you're not going to stand in my face and talk about them. Nah, boo. I'm going to call them. Boo, boo, boo. Why you call them? Because evidently we got something to say about them. Why you telling me? I don't know what the fuck y'all got going on. No. Don't tell me. But instead, people want to hear the bad. Because they love, people love to see you on your back, your ass, and in a bad light. Ah. Oh, but comment don't miss the address. Comment don't miss the address. That's one thing I do know. But I would rather, like I started out, when the sister said, go in there and ask why. I'm not, I didn't forgive him. I don't fuck with him. I don't wish him well. Why? Why wasting good energy? This is a race. I'm not wishing you well or exhort that energy or someone that don't wish me well. For what? Why? Why am I supporting you? Why am I fucking with you? Why am I even acknowledging you? We don't rock. So I'm going to dim my light. Hide my feelings. Told y'all. Audacious, audacity, all of that. Nah. You say something, I'm going to reply. <laughs> How you doing? Hey. I'm not going to wait two, three, four days and be like, oh, maybe I should. No, no, no. When you say something, that's conversing. Oh, you don't like me? Oh, okay. That's cool. I, I'm not going to ask you why. So move. Bye. Don't block. Don't block the interest with those that do love me. Get the fuck out the way. Bye. You're taking up space. When someone has to make a full blank, crazy, anonymous page just to watch you, why are you standing in the doorway? You don't like me. You don't rock with me. You don't fuck with me. Why? Move and let those that do love me and support me come in. I don't need you there. You got the problem. So when you say that, now you're wrong. Oh, my God. You're, you're gaslighting. Oh, you're being petty. Oh, no, I'm being real. And that's the fucked up part that most of y'all don't understand. Because people don't have a problem saying what they want or how they feel to you. So you're supposed to take it. I know you lying. I know you lying. The same way my mama said, you say something, you say it back. Give them a reply. I'm not doing a, I'm going low, I'm going lower. No, I'm not jumping off my motherfucking throne to sit down with mud, with pigs. No, we're not in the same area. You lost. Let me direct you to back over there because you're in the wrong spot. But I'm not going to allow you to say whatever in front of me and I don't say anything. That I'm not going to do at all, at all. So 
Speak your truth. Walk in your truth. You don't need to blast it. Oh, I hate this person. For what? No, you just don't need to rock them. I always tell people, you want to follow me. You want to see. Don't worry about who I'm fucking with. Worry about who I avoid. That's the real talk. Because it's a method to my madness. Y'all be good.